Well, and welcome back to 10 Street Hooligans. Woo! I'm one of your hosts. My name is John Dunning, and I'm joined by my other co-hosts. Uh, we'll start in some kind of order. I don't know. Coach, who are you? Right over here. I'm still alive. So <laughs> wonderful. That's just riveting. Our, uh, Mr. Johnny Slivers joining us. Uh, I have found the secret to harmony in the world and it resides in the demolition derby <laughs> what okay i don't know <laughs> and uh doobie from magic was yo 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 what's up <laughs> <laughs> perfect oh <laughs> uh, man i don't know why i'm so youtube right now i'm like hey guys check it out subscribe hit the bell all right um like but this uh, show yo shout out show, the magic show that we talk about uh, Magic the Gathering news and stuff, and I'm outside sweating in 80 degrees. I know, I just made everyone mad because uh, it's like roasting the entire rest of the plane of, of the United States of America. But before we jump into this week's topics, I do want to thank Cardsphere, Cardsphere.com. If you have all the cards that you want to trade that you don't want the paper cards or you just want to buy and you sell, Go on to cardsphere.com. Go check it out. Thank you so much, Ted and the rest of the gang, for bringing you guys, uh, making 10 Street Hooligans possible, uh, also the Hive Mind possible. And if you want cool hats like this and cool hats like Zuby, say something. Yo, yo, this hat is the bomb. Yep, oh, so wait, 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 wait. Oh, wait. wait oh, 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 oh. Yes. Lit as lit as fam. As French fries. Uh, you could go on to txcp.store. That's txcp.store. Enter promo code HiveMind and get your 15% off all your cool hats, shirts, cards for your swag. All right. That is that is the that's the show. See you guys later. Uh no. <laughs> shout out, also, shout out card sphere. Shout out cards here. Um, but like we, so what we're going to do on each and every one of these is I do want to focus may, maybe actually um, just per month. I want to focus on a charity. There was a couple of weeks ago at GP Vegas um, and, and everyone thankfully went to, to help our, our buddy wedge on his GoFundMe account. Um, but we also want to not just focus on that. We also want to kind of broaden our horizons as far as the charity goes. So we will be focusing per, uh, per month on one specific charity, just to kind of, you know, use this platform, use this pedestal to kind of tell people about it, try to do some good in the multiverse and Johnny slivers, uh, which one are we focusing on in July? So this month we are focusing on a charity that many of you are aware of. If you've ever watched any of the fundraisers by Loading Ready Run, they do a charity fundraiser in the fall for an organization called Child's Play. This is a group that has been working since 2003 to basically bring games and entertainment to children in hospitals around the United States and uh, um, perhaps even around the world. I got to check the map. But... If you know what they do is with the with the fundraiser, they do these fundraiser drives and you kind of like put in bids to get things and part of the money goes towards child's play for for you know fundraising. But also if you go to the website and the website is uh, www.childsplaycharity.org, 
there's a link in here. You can actually go and donate not just cash, but you can donate actual toys. And you can go to the map that's available on that page and click a hospital that you want to send one of these donations to. And they have a wish list on Amazon. So this was a really cool feature that they put in. It's not just throwing cash at the hospital. The hospitals know what their kids are looking for or what they're looking for in their facilities so they can help keep them. You know, we're talking about kids that are dealing with major illnesses or just need something to kind of lift their spirits and keep them alive and peppy and just getting involved in something and not focusing on, you know, the fact that they're in the hospital and dealing with a major illness. So you go through the Amazon link, you can actually see a list of all the things that the hospital of your choice is looking for. You can put it in your shopping cart and just click, you know, purchase and send. And I believe that is making it so you can just have it sent to the hospital. They get what they're looking for and you, you know, it, you can find something that fits your budget. And I think that was a really neat feature. So for the month of July, we are definitely putting a spotlight on Child's Play because they get a big boost in the fall, but they collect donations year round and there's always opportunity to give when it's needed. Um, so yeah, there's the spiel for Child's Play. Awesome, and do you have a website, sir? Yes, uh, website again is www.childsplaycharity.org. All the information should be available there. Click through the links, you can get more details on how to donate and where to donate. And uh, yeah, that's um, that that's one of the big ones that is geared towards gaming in general for helping out kids in hospitals. Excellent, excellent, sir. And that is, uh, yeah, like I said, we, we just kind of want to, uh, it, it kind of sparked, it, you know, sparked a planeswalker term, uh, the the whole thing that happened with wedge so it's just like you know everyone has you know five bucks that you're gonna spend on a on a booster pack or something so if you want uh just to kind of do something uh instead of just going to get another caramel macchiato kick five bucks to child's play um for for the month of july we'll be focusing on that and i think that's awesome so uh thank you johnny for doing that and uh so happy for you know the day after fourth of july if anyone's still hung over i am not um, but i'm gonna try to be because I have a Fremont Lush IPA, so I, I am a Lush in my drink and in person. Anyone else uh, partaking in this show? <laughs> um, I, I went all American today with with High Life. The, champagne, the champagne of beer. There That's you go. Are we in junior high again? Uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah whatever is whatever is this mystery liquid in this. Corpus Christi Comic Con cup that I got last week. Ooh, <laughs> ooh. what mysterious moment. liquid is it? What's up? What mysterious liquid is it? I guess you got to figure that out for yourself. Ooh, it's whiskey. Whoa! Well, that... <laughs> oh, yeah. and I've just got some pathetic water here. Oh, it's <laughs> bigger than my face. Oh. Holy shit, man! All right, all right, chug it, chug it right now. All right, here we go. No, <laughs> oh. you got me all excited. <laughs> oh, <no. laughs> So how was your guys' fourth? And I have a, a magic-related question to this, but everyone go out and do the whole fireworks thing or what? Hell no. I I was taking care of my dad. Hmm. I don't snap. He was, uh, well, I, I think, John, I think you know about this, but he's uh, he's a uh, has kidney failure, so he has to go to dialysis, and one July was one of those. So we picked him up and went to go eat and stuff. So I was hanging out with him for a little bit. So... So well, no that's admirable, sir. No fireworks for me. And Grace was work. My fiance was working too till like eight thirty. So that sucked. Hmm. Okay. All right, Zoobs. Um, I almost blew up our house a couple times. <laughs> and um, thank God it rained earlier, or else I probably would have caught a tree on fire. And uh, <laughs> that could have fixed your spider problem. 
Oh my god, <laughs> dude, let me tell you what. So I'm not usually, you know, afraid of spiders or anything, right? It's I, I don't like them, but I'm not afraid of them. But it's um. So I, after I did some yard work, I go out, you know, and kill the spiders, clean up the nests that are around, and holy shit, man, there was just so many, and I'm just like, I'm done with life right now, and. <laughs> <laughs> Is it because it's like w wetter than usual or is this, this yeah, is abnormal? It, it's more humid than usual. And mm -hmm. plus I have a lot of trees in my yard. So they like to hang out in the trees and I seem to kill them about once a week. And then they're just like, yeah, fuck you, buddy. And they come right back. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Johnny, how's your, how's your fourth? Your we, boom, boom America day. We, we did all the traditional type things. We went out to go see fireworks. We ate a turkey leg or two. Mm -hmm. And then, uh, you know, the big old one, just like dry meat. And then, um, and then I, I actually went and saw my first demolition derby. And that's why it was, it was magical. It was fantastic. I was watching, it was so much fun just to watch people slam and crash into each other. And honestly, I thought to myself, this is, this is how we fix magic drama. You put, <laughs> we put them in jalopies. They crash into each other. You can watch from the sidelines and scream at them, and you won't get in trouble. Everybody gets their licks in, and and everyone goes home. It's great. So or so or we implement a celebrity boxing <laughs> <laughs> with, with, with with really big gloves, though. You know, gloves that aren't going to yeah. hurt as much as you know regular boxing gloves. And well, and the, you, you said and the everyone stuff. everyone puts their jalopies down and slams into each other. It just sounds like popper. <laughs> yes, I think you just offended Tasty on on the chat. I'm here all week. <laughs> but um, all right, okay, and then uh, yeah, my my uh, fourth was pretty cool. My first one up in the Pacific Northwest. We drove down to a, a town called Kenmore. We got to see fireworks uh, shot off of boats in the middle of the water. A lot of fun, uh, a lot of fun, a lot of spiders. Uh, also, I guess that's a running theme of tonight's episode. So a lot of spiders there. There, there was this giant spider sitting on. It was kind of like uh, like this, but there was all water. And this lady was just like sitting there, just didn't care. And the spider was climbing up on her. And my wife's just like, "Listen, oh dear God!" She's like, "Lady, you have, like there's a spider." almost on you you need to move and i think the lady thought that we wanted her to move because she was in a better spot than us and she's just like i'm not afraid and she turned around and literally the spider just crawled up in her hair and that was the last i saw of the lady or the spider so oh oh I mean, damn we tried that noise <laughs> maybe it was her familiar yeah maybe Ew, so is everyone in, in the fourth of july theme what is everyone's favorite red white and blue card it could be a Jeskai card, or it could be literally a red, a white, and a blue, or a blue card. And I don't know, whoever start off. Are we talking just from M19, or are we talking like of all time? Of all time, the goat. Oh. oh here, I'll go first really quick. Uh, lightning Bolt, Path to Exile, and Counterspell. Boom. <laughs> Literal boom. Hmm. All right. <laughs> Mantis Rider from Khan's. Ooh. Oh, shit, that's a good one. I I, I know somebody that is avidly collecting Mantis Riders, like Ooh. hundreds of them. It's ridiculous. Is it you? <laughs> no. <laughs> no. <laughs> no, that's not me. Um, what? Oh man, this is a tough one. Uh, well, now Zuby called Lightning Bolt, so yeah, Lightning Bolt, that's for sure. And then Blue uh, Brainstorm, because yeah, Brainstorm, because it's Legacy, and that's fun. And White, I don't know. Um. Manatite. Sure. sure. <laughs> there you go. Alien Cloud. 
<laughs> I'm trying to think of any. I don't usually white's not usually my color, so it's like weird. I yeah, because white isn't very good. No. Yeah, white's got yeah. yeah. Oh, Especially well. when paired with black, it's not very good. Hey, <laughs> and then Diggs. we're here trying to interact with the chat. I heard that. <laughs> I think actually, you know what? For what for a white spell, Sarah Angel for just for the classic. It's like an old school classic. It's always going to be a fun white card, especially you throw it in a cube. That's a little powerhouse. I'm down with that. Cool. All right. I just want to say hi to everyone in the chat. Ratchet, legendary mana. Um. Tasty Snackies is here. Eric Williamson. Awesome. That's a that's a good little chat we got going on. And new yo, subscribers yo, yo, to the channel. Mo Masters of Modern Podcast just subscribed to the channel. So, yeah. That's nice. All right. Oh, shit. Oh, shit. Name Dude, dropping, you're, you're big. You're big timing now. Shit. You don't even know. <laughs> I don't even know. <laughs> Who hasn't gone? Coach, did you say yours? Yeah. Obviously, obviously, if you were paying attention, he said Mantis Rider. Yeah. Well, you, you see, uh, yeah, that's a whole like bad. thirty bad. seconds, and Johnny saying that there's some person collecting a whole bunch of Mantis right. Riders. Man, <laughs> all right, fine. You're, you're getting buzzed up way too fast, sir. Hey, <laughs> I mean, I just want to share it with your computer. Chug it, chug it, chug it. I, I kind of am. Um, I'm gonna. <laughs> I'm gonna say, <laughs> I'm I'm gonna cheat here, and I'm gonna say I'm gonna say an is it card, and then I'll give a white card. I'm gonna say epic experiment because it's so awesome. If you've never played an epic experiment deck, you're smart because it's stupid. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but it's a really fun deck, and um, and then a white card. Ah, you took Path to XL, so I think I'll say land tax because that's the greatest EDH card of all time. It's one of them. Is that what did that just get reprinted in? Uh, the Battle, Battle, Bond. Battle Bond. Yeah, excellent. Mm, oh, good yeah. reprints. Yeah, that's some good reprints. There's, I mean, in M nineteen and everything, there's just like fantastic reprints right now. It's like they're finally getting it. <laughs> Let's talk about M nineteen. Good segue. That's where we were going next. Uh, now that it's fully, you know, we kind of, I think we covered it because that's when I. Got lost in the uh, blind eternities for a little bit last show. Um, oh but no, we did. We covered part of it. That was before they uh, released everything else, and they yeah. they mm, ah they did it. They did it great. And right. I think one of the I think one of the things that fixed it is they put all the dual lands in common. Like they're just enter the battlefield tap standard simple dual lands. And that freed up five rare spots or ten rare spots, depending on how like how many dual lands they were trying to cram into the the core set. So you opened up five rare spots to do things like, was it Palaka Worm? Which one? Which ones are rare yeah. that shouldn't be a rare? Probably so Palaka Worm. But yeah, you could you can kind of nerf out some of the rares without damaging the set too badly. And yeah, it's Palaka Worm got a rare spot. There's just some weird rares in there, but I don't. It didn't drag down like the overall feel of the of the set. It didn't feel like it was just lacking. So I yeah I think um I think that's one of the key components here. Have you ever cast a, pal a palooka worm, sir? <laughs> palooka you take worm? that back. Palooka you watch worm. your mouth. Palooka uh, worms are crazy. <laughs> <laughs> it's like nine mana or something. Yeah, I don't know. Um, what do you guys? Are you guys super excited or more excited that you've seen the rest of it now? Well, I've already got a box. I'm probably gonna buy two more boxes with it, and probably gonna draft it with some buddies. 
and but I'm probably not going to be going to the pre-release this weekend, which I'm going to try, but I don't know. It's just, you know, life getting in the way, unfortunately. Yeah, I, I don't know. I'm, I'm going to kind of jump or like piggyback off of what Johnny said. I, I wasn't 100% happy about there not being a rare land cycle. I don't know if it's just the like a completionist type of feeling or it's just like a traditionalist feeling or, or whatever, but I kind of... When, when I it, see, it is strange. It is when I see corsets like uh, coming out or whatever. That's one of the things that I, I'm now we're kind of conditioned to be the most excited about the planeswalker cycle in the set. Mm -hmm. um, and to me, and just to me, uh, I get you know I don't want to speak for anyone. I was a little bit underwhelmed uh, with with that with the planeswalkers in the set. Um, yeah, there's only really one good planeswalker, and that's Tezzeret. Yeah, yeah, and then I'm I'm like. I, I don't know. I, I was a little bit bummed that there wasn't a, a dual land cycle. Yeah, I re I was really hoping we were going to get the pain land cycle. The mm -hmm. um, what is it? The allied pain lands, not the enemy pain lands that we've been oh, getting definitely. for a while now. Uh, mm -hmm. Sulfur Springs, a dark our waste. So, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Sulfurious Springs. Yeah. When was the last time we got the the allied uh, pain lands? Oh my god! Like, wasn't it like tenth edition or something or eight? Ninth edition, something like that. Corrosion, Corrosion Falls and all that, right? I think it's been a while. Yeah. The Carter Waste and mm -hmm. yeah, I'd have to look it up. But yeah, we haven't had them for a long time. But they reprinted, you know, the the enemy painlands for what M15 and Origins, and I was hoping, yeah. hey, maybe we'll get the other ones, you know. But <laughs> they might, be, you know, they might be saving that for one of the other sets that are going to be just non-core sets I, I think i think what happens here when you take the rare dual land cycle out of the core set you don't have as many of these hyper competitive players being as clamoring for it as much so i i wouldn't be you know like originally core set was for uh you know easier kind of builds it was it wasn't supposed to be yeah. as advanced so when you have a lot of kids kicking around in the summertime when you would have a release time you know pre-release or something like that for the core set um this make this takes a little pressure off of the set and like people aren't chasing down rare dual lands anymore they're just like it's a little more relaxed i think so that might have been a motivation why they would do that yeah uh, another thing too is you know when you're drafting it you're no longer having to worry if oh hey do i pick this money land or pick an actual good card you know yeah i mean that i mean but that still doesn't mean that we don't need those money lands in the set i mean that's what kind of makes fixing in standards kind of a kind of a thing right yeah and there's not a lot of color fixing in this um set i mean yeah we ha we have the 10 dual lands but as far as um we ha we don't have evolving wilds we do have rupture spire but you know it's there's not a whole lot of ramp in this set and it's um it's going to be interesting to see how you can get away with doing three colors when you're doing limited here. You know, what, what's what's rotating out? Isn't Kaladesh rotating out when this gets released? Kaladesh, no, 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 no that, that, that's not until Guilds of Ravnica when Kaladesh through Hour of Devastation gets rotated out. Okay, okay, because I'm gonna say that has the uh, the enemy uh, fast lands that's those are kind of important too, so they're gonna have to print something pretty incredible as far as enemy colors or, or whatever i mean i i just like you know i back in the day back when ravnica innistrad was going on you had those those enemy buddy lands um with yeah. like uh, woodland cemetery and all that and then you had um actually i think you had the full cycle because that's when m13 was there so you had your sun petal groves and then you had mm -hmm. um 
uh, shock lands. I'm not saying we need perfect mana fixing for standard to be good, um, but I, I just feel like this is the least amount of fixing that we've had in a very long time. Well, well yeah, and, and I'm also talking from a limited standpoint too. Mm -hmm. that's, there's not a whole lot of fixing in this set. Could they? Uh, okay, because you had Almonket that had the bicycle lands that was allied color. So if the fast lands are coming out, but wait, doesn't doesn't Almonket and Our Devastation come out after Ravnica comes out? No, no it gets rotated out in October. So we lose Kaladesh and Amonkhet at the same time. Because, yep. Yeah, and that loses. God, the bicycle. Thank God, that loses the bicycle lands, and that loses such a hater. The fast enemy lands. So you have shock lands are going to come back. I mean, that's what everybody's thinking or is coming back with Ravnica. I mean, I, that or another set of efficient dual lands. But yeah, the shocks seem to be kind of that's a Ravnica thing. They probably will go that way. I'm guessing, or have like an alternate version of it. So. Well, I mean, it's return to return to. So, I mean, I I don't know if they're gonna hit that well again. I, it just seems like. Yeah, I, I agree. I think they're gonna be doing something different this time around. Could they? I mean, what what could they do? Could they do? I mean, the car fetches, the Odyssey duels. <laughs> Why not? Uh, is it Odyssey is it Odyssey? Duel. Odyssey had the duels where you pay one and puts out two mana. You like you have to have like you have to have oh, another mana lands. Yeah, they were kind of like filter lands, but they're not. Um, but it was I forget the names of them. Basically, you pay one colorless, and, and you, you get, get two, like, right? You get two, but right. you, it doesn't work unless you have another mana source to actually feed into that land and, and amplify it into the two colors. That sounds so, too complicated. Well, no, no, no. They were essentially <laughs> like the the. Really they were like those mana rocks that you put in all your EDH decks when you don't have enough yeah. money to build the a signets. good EDH. Yeah. The signets, yeah, yeah. They're they're kind of like those, but instead of having to cast them for for mana because they're an artifact, they just come out. Yeah, I mean that they they actually function a lot better, and they're very underrated in my opinion. I, I would be happy with that in the other cycle because you get that in um, they're they're already friendly or ally colors. So to have an enemy land set of that would be pretty sweet. They don't they're not valuable at all. They're not valuable because they're not available in modern. I don't think. I think if they saw some, I think if they were available in modern, that might change things. That's because when you're dealing with legacy, they're getting edged out by other better dual lands. Yeah, uh, yeah Doctor Efren says if they don't do shocks, it will be a massive disappointment. I mean, just for fixing and, and play wise, I, I tend to agree, but I, I kind of agree. I, I don't. I think it would be a massive disappointment if we just hit that same well for a third time. Yeah, I agree. Yeah. All right. They could do shock trilands. <laughs> for Vegetable. what? Four I'm sorry, bolt trilands. You 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 take three damage when it enters the battlefield. And you yeah. get three mana. Fetchable bolt trilands. <laughs> there you go. Oh there my! Let's go. let's break modern even more. Yeah. <laughs> that would that would go right into um uh what is it the sh the death shadow or whatever? Oh my god! Yeah, let's hurt ourselves even faster. Yes, I'm down. I'm down for it. Uh, Tasty's saying man lands in RTR. RTR, RTR. RTR, 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 Let me, let me no, ask I you guys. I don't think they fit in Ravnica. Right. Thematically. Yeah, it's, it just feels like... <laughs> we, we gotta, they got to let go of this thematic thing. There's the, I, We get it. We understand. Fine. It doesn't fit. Just give us the cards. No. Said wizard. At this point, though, uh, do you think in, in kind of like the whole power creep thing with Watsy and everything, do you think at this point if we had straight up duels again, and I'm talking about underground C, 
however, the caveat of it is it's not a fet it's not fetchable. It, it would just be normal. You would just say land on it, but it would be a legendary land. Do you think that would break standard? No. Uh, or is that yeah. just too shitty? I mean, <laughs> is that on no, the other I mean, side? To be honest, it'd be kind of shitty. I mean, it, the the duels wouldn't have to be fetchable. That's fine, but it's for it to be legendary. That just makes it even shitty. You'd only have one or two in your deck in a standard deck at that point. Why would yeah, you have a whole playset? Sometimes you need just that that fifth duel or something. I don't know. It, it seems yeah. it seems intriguing, but yeah, I, I don't think it would be like gangbusters or anything. I don't think they'd have to band it. No, the only time they're going to reprint the dual lands is when they're on their very last leg and they need they need to be able to make a surge of cash real quick and they're just going to break that safe of in case of, you know, bankruptcy, break the reserve list. <laughs> they could always just sell to Disney. That's right. <laughs> oh, dear God. Disney. No. Do it. No. We'll, we'll no, literally they, have they the Avengers Star as the Wars. Gatewatch, right? Mickey, no. Mickey Mouse looming on the horizon. <laughs> no. Oh, my God. I'd quit magic. I'd quit. So if Disney <laughs> buys it, you quit magic. If they make an Overwatch set, you quit magic. We gotta yeah. think, we're gonna keep a tally of this. All the things that'll cause Doobie to quit magic. If, if they made a World of Warcraft magic set, I'd be down. At least someone's keeping track of all this. <laughs> or if they made a StarCraft themed magic set, I'd be down. I'd be wow. down for that. <laughs> <laughs> but Legendary. Overwatch, no, that that's going too far. That's way I'm, too far. I'm just thinking of all the awful themed sets they could make for magic. Or or how about a Hearthstone themed magic set? <laughs> <laughs> mm, too soon. I just threw up in my mouth. I'd play it. Uh, you, you would. Hey, remember, what about a Jim Thary, Jim Carrey themed magic set? <laughs> Someone watches my other shows. Thanks, Legendary. Just remember uh, no, that was MTV strategist sorry legendary mana said rare tap lands would be worthless so they would need to make them uh, etb untapped and they wouldn't be able to do it yeah both show what were you saying coach i can't remember <laughs> I think what's we're figuring in that out drink what... <laughs> it's a, it's a moscow mule i'm sure it's, it's straight up vodka he's not allowed to say it because he's on a school night not, well, it's summer, though. I just can't. I can't say anything. Period. As far as that's why I say it's a Mister Cook. Oh, it could yeah. just be, could be water like Zuby has. Although it's very dark in here, so I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> oh man! All right. Um, we'll never so, know. So we had a little. We had a little kind of a Tin Street Hooligans esque video come out. Um, and I guess there's some kind of a uh, weird election going on. Coach, you want to talk about that? Why do I have to talk about it? You're, You're the one who prick. started it. <laughs> well, I mean, yeah, but it's, it takes work. I'm lazy right now. Um, <laughs> don't don't uh, let coach fool you. He, well, he, 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 he's a really smart guy. He just likes to play it cool though. Just for the record. <laughs> oh come on! You, you should be on your second one already by now, <laughs> slacker. I know. All right, so apparent. Well, okay, so the idea was we got midterm. We got the midterm elections coming around in November, obviously. For anybody that keeps somewhat up with the news and maybe the Twitter fires that have been going on, uh, but it's not a presidential election. However, we like to. A lot of people know that. When it gets to like 
2020, it's going to be a presidential election. So those are always the popular elections. Midterm elections, you're only talking about like one third of the Senate seats and all of the House of Representatives up for grabs. So it could be a very big thing as far as Republicans getting ousted out of Congress for the House of Representatives. Now, I had the idea and the audacity to come up with a political video over the mighty dragon, Nicol Bolas. Just saying. The best elder dragon. The best Republican elder dragon. <laughs> Fair oh, and God. balanced elder dragon. So, <laughs> so everyone has, or most people who are probably on this chat have probably seen the political ads I did for like the Gatewatch, the attack ad, the Bolas Tezzeret ad that came out last week. And so I released another video that is a little bit special. And <laughs> deal with a particular couple people on this very show who uh, who uh, have been involved quite, especially the, the host who is in was very quite involved with the voicing of one particular character. I have no idea what you're talking about, but I am getting a, something. I mean, this just in. Hold on. We might have another special guest. Oh, shit. Who could Whoa. it be? I don't know. This is very unconventional. Hold on. This is weird. Is flying in from out of town. I suddenly don't feel good. Fly, uh, he's flying in from uh, another universe or something. A beast yeah. Hello. Did someone call? Oh shit. <laughs> oh, shit. Oh, Bolas. What are you people talking about? Hey. We're talking we're talking about your fantastic pit roasting skills. I am the second place. Pitmaster in the Bogardin Arena. Who's first? Damn Jaya Bellard. I'll roast oh, come her on, and that Hawaiian pig. Yeah, soon forget enough. About it. You're better than her. Yeah. Yeah, you, so well, what does she know? Second again for a second year. She is a terrible woman. Awful. Awful. <laughs> <laughs> it's a little sexist, Mr. Bolus. Well, there is no sex when it comes to Bolus. Only I am the definition of sex. <laughs> hey, Nickel, uh, what's your workout schedule? MTG <laughs> uh, <laughs> strategy just wants to get ripped like you. Come on, bro. I don't, Come on. I don't know why that was so funny to this <laughs> douchebag, but I am the workout schedule. I am the exercise bike. I am the elliptical machine. Jump on board the Elder Dragon Express. As I like to say in most Walmarts. <laughs> so, I'm, so I'm Nick, what's your favorite power smoothie? My favorite power smoothie. <laughs> My favorite. <laughs> 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 he can't keep a straight face. <laughs> <laughs> this gentleman sitting to next to me has poured me a large beverage, <laughs> and it's affecting what I say. Um, favorite power smoothie. Hey, how, do you, how do you comb your hair, Nicobolus? I have no. I am too powerful for hair, as you can see. <laughs> I I do put lotion on my orb, as you can see. It's very shiny, very nice. Can I come? Next and touch question. Your orb? Can I touch your orb? How much money you got? <laughs> we could arrange it if I get your vote this coming election. Nah, I'm good. <laughs> I'm gonna, I'm gonna I'm gonna vote for that other guy. Um, uh, Johnny Sanders. 
<laughs> yeah, a Johnny Sanders. Yeah. Wait, you, you don't you don't want to vote Bernie for Tibble? Johnny. No, no Tibble for the Libertarians. Tibble no. means nothing to me. Tibble has to be a write-in. <laughs> <laughs> Tibble, we oh, can't man. take Tibble serious unless he's a write-in. <laughs> oh my god. Poor uh, Tibble. All he wanted <laughs> to do was be part of the gang. So I, I've come under some scrutiny on Twitter from this Liliana. I have to make sure she knows who pays the bills, who keeps the lights on in the necromancy arena. So a message to you, lady, man. You're fired. So Nicobolis, did you have to, to finance the transaction for buying that debt that she owed to the demons? I am the owner of all debt in the multiverse. Next question. That was a stupid question. <laughs> How do you feel about the gender pay gap? There is no gender when it comes to dragons. We all just cuddle. <laughs> <laughs> um, what was that? I don't know. <laughs> How do you feel about Roe v. Wade? I don't know what that is. And that's, that's very bizarre because I know everything. Apparently not everything. Jesus. I don't know what Romney is. It sounds tasty. Do you, do you know about Mitt Romney and his binder full of women? I ate him last week. He was very dry. Very dry. Not not a nice guy. Not a nice guy. Nice guy and dry sounds very uh rhymy. I'm not about the rhymes. I'm a, I'm above them because I have wings and I fly. <laughs> so uh one 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 last question here. What can you tell yes. me about building seven on in for nine eleven, the World Trade Center? I don't uh, is that in the um what is that in El Gratha? I, I haven't been there <laughs> because it sucks. Uh I'm only in the best realms. Those uh <laughs> those Whoa, you're trying to say our realm's not the best? Yo, yo, uh, yo, you you hear this tin street? Oh, uh, oh hell no. Oh, did 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 this MFR just say that this realm's not the best? This realm this can hold Homeland's jockstrap. Hey, what 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 did he just say? What did he just say? Did, <clears throat> did, did you just hear that, Johnny? Anyways, I have yeah, to he's saying we need some Tiger Bomb. Yeah, I, I, mean, I, I, I have to go. I'm late for a buffet with Charlie Sheen and Shia LaBeouf. I guess this is the best things that your plane can produce. Very happy about it, but uh, yeah. Tell tell this idiot uh, that's that's passed out on the floor that I I came here and I I graced his presence, but I, I'm out. Bolus out. Oh my god, that freaking oh. bolus! Oh. What have we done? What have we done, John? What the hell just happened? Where did you go? You drank too fast. I don't know. Someone drank my beer though. What a jerk! <laughs> it's it smells like cologne over here. <laughs> Is it a musky cologne? It is. Smell right. like gasoline. What happened? Anyways, yeah, so uh, were, were you talking about some video you did? Oh, yeah. Where, where can you find this video? So it's the most recent video on the page. It's called Nicol Bolas Press <laughs> Conference. So the best press conference. <laughs> Never go full balls. <laughs> 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 and, and that's how Johnny Slivers died. <laughs> oh boy! Oh man! Oh, this is. Dude, uh, that's cracking me up. <laughs> <laughs> I guess. Yeah. I, I, I guess looking at it, 
they are definitely nickel bowlers like supporters. Like I, I think he's going to win this election against a Johnny Sanders. A Johnny Sanders. We're, 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 is a Johnny Sanders like catnip? <laughs> <laughs> who's who's a Johnny's running mate? Is it Squee? Because if it is, I'm 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 in. I don't know. It'd be I, Elspeth, he, but he lost her. <laughs> I guess we'll have to next week. Oh, oh. Too soon, too soon, too soon, too late. Where the hell is my zombie Elspeth card? Come on, I know, right? God. Yeah, yeah, that's taking way too long. All right, well, moving along, this next segment. Uh, I don't know if this is a segue or not, but this next segment, I kind of want to talk about something that that seems to like every content creator out there kind of has to deal with and kind of has to go through at one point or another. And that is magic burnout, uh, especially and not just for content creators, but also for playing the game. Um, I know I've, I've been burnt out quite a bit on, on certain formats in the game in general, but it's, it's a, a tricky addiction because it always winds up uh, reeling me back in one way or another. Um, but yeah, magic burnout is a very, very real thing, especially uh, when you're playing it or if you're doing this all the time or something better than this, obviously. But Zuby, you want to you wanna take the reins on this? Um, how, do you have any experience with magic burnout on a content creation or a playing uh, burnout? Oh, yeah. I mean, when you I mean, you probably understand what I mean, because I think all of us have gone through this where, you know, you play a game for so long and you get burned out on it. World of Warcraft is a good example. I can play that forever and then just get burned out on it, never touch it again. So it's a little bit different, I think, when you're especially making content for a game, you know, every week, such as a podcast or maybe YouTube videos. And, you know, it's it's tough because, you know, you still want to keep doing the show because I still love making a podcast. But there's also times where I just can't stand playing Magic. I can't stand being around Magic players for whatever reason. Because it's nothing to do with the game itself. It's just I don't want to be around people. And frankly, I have not really played Magic in God, God weeks. And I think it also doesn't help when you don't have any LGSs nearby as well, too. Which, when you don't have a place to actually go and play, you're just sort of like, well, what's the point? You know, I, I talked about this uh, on my latest podcast that's actually coming out tomorrow, where I think I'm going to be taking a step back and only I mean, I'm taking a step back from standard modern legacy and probably just really playing EDH and draft. And that's about it. What about you guys? How do you feel about it? Let's go on this one. I'll go. I'll go. I got it. Well, for me, it's like uh, I, I've only played magic online for like the past couple months and it's really just been edh and popper um so for me it's like you know i don't place i don't play standard online i don't play standard at the store um it's you know it's especially with dominaria coming out it's just get really expensive too and yeah, I think, yeah well and summertime like summertime gets really expensive especially with electricity i mean Zuby, you know this i mean oh yeah it's hot as hell and your electricity like doubles like overnight almost. Um, so yeah, with like financing and all that stuff, I mean, it's just, you know, I don't like playing popper standard or I don't like playing a uh, paper standard, I should say. So like online, I think, but it's only been really EDH and, and popper for the most part. I yeah. don't do standard anymore. Um, I, you know, I still have the modern bird deck that I made for like 15 or 20 bucks, but 
you know, I really don't play it that often. So, I mean, it's just, you know, and as far as the burnout with the videos and such, I'm still waiting on, uh, I think I, Vince, uh, Kenobi, um, he was, I gave him the script for um, Guild Pack, so he should be getting me that real soon so I can start working on it. I think uh, Tasty, I messaged Tasty also a couple of days ago, and he's, he should be, he should be uh, getting me the audio so we could work on the second unset unhinged. <laughs> so you're gonna have another joke set coming out. And if everyone's seen the un the first unset unglued, like Tasty did a phenomenal job with that. Still yeah. one of my favorite episodes to watch because Stormcrow, obviously. Um, <laughs> but yeah, it's trying to get a, a video out every week, and this is where I kind of step back. I try to get a video every two weeks now until like I kind of get like back in my rhythm but getting a video out every week is just so damn hard it really is and it's like with the videos now you got to make them longer so they could actually receive like the drive issue like the mtg timeline video that i did you know it's getting a little bit of traction but it's also an hour so like youtube's like put a real big spot on it you know it's gonna it'll, it'll probably pass up the first card anthology video probably in like two months i would say at the rate it's going at so but you know, it's it's hard to just keep super consistent. I like constantly burn out. It's summertime, and it's like you know, I I told y'all like right right before summer's like, I'm gonna get so much done, and it's the middle of summer like with a month left, and like I haven't gotten jack shit done. <laughs> <laughs> it's it's just like because I want to do like so much like so much stuff, but it's like I'm broke, so I can't do anything. So. Wait, we have been playing Age of Empires 2 with my younger brother who's in San Antonio. He's on about two hours from here. But it's, you know, making YouTube stuff. It's, ugh. And especially doing it in the school year, that, that, especially during football season, that's hard to pull off. Well, that's the thing, too. It's, it's, if you're, especially if you're a content creator, that's taking the free time away. At least for me, I have kids. I know Johnny has kids. I know Zuby has kids. Um, it, it takes that free time that you would have that you probably used to play so much actual magic by talking about it or creating content about it. So it, and it, it kind of creates um, a weird like imposterism thing, at least for me. Cause it's like, I talk about magic constantly, but I don't, I don't know half the time, what's really going on in the current day because I don't have time to play actual magic anymore besides like EDH and modern stuff. Of course, you know, I've had so much experience with that, but it's, it's so hard to, there's only so many minutes in the day. So, you know, you got, you have to, you have to rob Peter to pay Paul type thing. Yeah. And, and for some, like in my case, it's, I'm still, it's been a couple of years as as I have more, we have more children. I learn more about what kind of time constraints I have, but summertime is awful for me as far as personal time, not in terms of content creation. Um, because my wife is a teacher, we end up having a lot more family time when I understood what would you originally be downtime for me if the kids aren't are here and not at daycare, and if the my wife is here, we're all spending time together as a family. So when I would kind of be having downtime and noodling around with writing something or was messing around with with videos in the past that's when i would do it so it's when the school year is actually in effect that i would find that time but summertime doesn't work out so well for me and like magic online i thought that was going to be my like that was going to be it i was going to be able to like start playing magic i haven't touched it in 
I can't remember how long. I have I don't even know what I've got left in the collection. It's been over a month at this point since I played. I yeah. am now getting back, finally getting back. To, I like playing paper magic myself. So yeah. I play that whenever I can. I'm I'm brewing a a Tashar Ancestors Apostle Mono White. I'm gonna go infect with this because um I'm a I'm a savage when it comes when it comes to EDH You're for that. Terrible. Modern white infect? I'm sorry. Mon, uh, no, no EDH because it also mono, has green in it. Mon, no mono white. No, I, 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 EDH oh, I thought it was the one that had green in. It. No, no, no. This is just straight up white. But because you can, oh. you can bring those pieces back out of the graveyard, you can just kind of like, ha ha, it's here again. But even then, I, I we have terrible. Life comes up, and I don't. <laughs> I haven't played EDH in a couple of weeks now. So as far as burnout goes, I I get it. Yeah, man, I mean, uh, I think um, part of it, and John, you and I have talked about this too. It's, um, you know, especially when you're making content, because you always have to feel like you have to keep up with it, right? <laughs> you always have to keep up making sure you're, because obviously all of us want to grow as creators, right? And so you almost have to feel like you're obligated to keep up with what's going on in the community as well, too. And that can get really tiresome, especially when and this might be a perfect segue for it, when all the bullshit that happens in the community and you just get so tired and sick of it to where you're just like, you just want to flip a table and be like, all right, I'm done. I'm done. Fuck you guys. I'm out the door. Right. Absolutely. <laughs> it, it, and it's a trick. It's a double-edged sword because there is stuff that is like really great that happens in the community, you know, whether you agreed with whatever or not, like just seeing people kind of rally around a member of the community in need w was pretty awesome. And then you have the other side where, where shit happens. And then it's just like, uh, and, and not, not even to plug this, this particular fellow, I was going to say like a trash fire, not trash fire. Cause fuck that guy but um you know just in general uh it's uh, yeah I, I don't know uh, it, it is a oh, good yeah. segue are, are we there or <laughs> are we still talking about burnout no i mean i mean we can start talking about trash fires you know trash fires are yeah. always we can talk about well i mean um, it, it, it there, there was a lot last week and it, it seems like the community goes through these like spurs, cycles. right? Like it's cycles. yeah, it's all it's very cyclical because it you know, I mean, it's like all, magic sets. <laughs> yeah, like, it, it really is every three months. And um, you know, we could say a lot of it, you know, started with the whole thing with Wedge, but you know, even before that, it's been happening. And then people can say, oh, it started with you know the Christine Sprinkle. No, it's oh, been no. happening way before it's that been, as well. Too. I always it, felt like it was. I always felt like something was getting stirred up every four to six weeks. It's something, yeah, it was major or not so major, but it's always like. And it's, it's been like this for years now. And and I and I, I said this on my podcast um, that's coming out tomorrow. Pl little plug again. Um, you know, I was part of the StarCraft community for a very long time. And yes, it had its share of drama, but nothing like the, like this that I see in the Magic community. Nothing ever like this. And I was part of StarCraft for a very long time, from like 2005 up to 2013. Yeah, and, and there seems to be a little bit of a common denominator. You know, it's we, we, we could deem him Voldemort because I, I don't even want to, like, give him the free pub, even though, you know, what, the, the 15 people that are watching. Um, but even that's, like, too much. It's like, you we all know, and, and we all know who it is, and it's just, like, it's been starting since, since day one of the drama. You know, I, I guess in the very, very beginning, there wasn't because back in the day, uh, magic content creation was just literally ways of people to trade magic. It, it was like a confirmation yeah. of 
of like seeing if the trade went through and then people would say uh, certain things about if, if the trade was good or not. And, and I am in contact with a lot of those people from, you know, those, those days, your Nick from absolute MG, MTG, which was like abs man, send job and all that. Um, and that's that really tasty, what snacky guy. That's tasty snacky guy. <laughs> I don't know if he was from the beginning. No, <laughs> he was from I the beginning of my magic content, but um, yeah, it's just like, it's, it's a, ever since there was drama, it's, there's been a common denominator. Um, but yeah. <laughs> and, and you know we we and it's not just he who must be who must not be named or how does, how does it go he who must not be named right um, <laughs> and it's you know the and it, it is true that there is drama on both sides yes there's the voldemort side which is a lot worse but it's also on the quote-unquote you know, normal side, the Harry Potter side, to the, make the Harry Potter side, yeah, whatever, <laughs> whatever. And it's, it gets tiring because you'll see, you know, cause I follow a lot of people on Twitter and you'll see someone make some sort of comment and then people will just jump on them for making whatever little comment that seemed very innocuous and not even that mean or whatever at first. And then people just jump on them. Then you just see the whole series of tweets of, Oh, I'm so sorry. And all this stuff. I'll never say this again. And blah, blah, blah. And it's like, what you said wasn't even that bad, right? And and no, I'm not talking about the whole Ben Friedman thought thing. I'm I, I've seen other stuff. I wish I could pull it up, but it just kind of makes you go like, really, this is what we're gonna get fucking up in arms about? Seriously? Right. And it, it and John, you and I have talked private where I'm just like, fuck this shit. Why am I even a part of this shit? You know? Yeah. Oh no, not with have bo boogie boogie. Fuck boogie. I don't give a shit about him. <laughs> <laughs> no, it, it wasn't about boogie. It was other people, and I wish yeah. I could find it. And all right. But, so with that with that being said, you want to let's go into specific like what happened. So because the one the one thing I saw was that one I, I saw one person get banned because of something about getting kicked off or kicking people off a cliff or like a fantasy island. Or something like that. Donnie, do you did you see the same thing I saw? Yeah, I I saw some of that one, and I, let me see if I can find the actual literal. So it's, it's Michelle. Uh, Michelle yeah. is who we're talking about. So 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 this is here's new trivia. This is what I learned about this week. Um, there's a group referred to as TERFs. They're a trans. Hang on a second. Bear with me. Trans exclusionary radical feminists. Um, so Michelle has issues with Nailed them. It. And, and I don't, and I don't have, you know, I, I get that it's, it's, and I'm not even taking any issue with the fact that she has issues with them. Uh, her tweet was also turfs are not welcome on. I can't even pronounce this. was a Themyseria, a, a, an imaginary, I'm guessing a game related place that she's created or that she plays a game related to it. And then it follows up. I will kick them 300 style off a cliff. Now, apparently this is the tweet that got her account suspended. Um, and you know, just kind of in, indefinitely. I don't. I don't know how the process goes. Uh, if if she has an actual contact with the support team to you know figure out what the answer would be to fix this, I think the answer. I think what happened here was basically this tweet is being watched. She, her account was probably being watched by lots of people who are keeping an eye on her like a hawk. Because I, I think she's gotten into scuffs with scuffles with other people in, online. So once that happens, you've got people watching you, and they saw this and they flagged it. So I imagine there was a whole bunch of people that flagged this tweet, and then the algorithms kicked in, and then boom, there's a suspension right there. So. I know I saw a lot of people were talking about 
talking about her character as a person and what she, what it was imaginary and all that stuff. I, I get all that, but for me, I look at this, I break the tweet down to his basic parts and ask myself what would have happened in the user agreement with Twitter? What What is the wording there? And I have, I have a feeling like Twitter's legal team, they don't want to start, you know, hashing through whether or not someone's more, you know, talking about someone's morality. They're looking at the key components. And here in this tweet, she identified a group of people and made a statement suggesting violence against them. And they, that's probably what they broke it down to. And I'm, I'm, I don't, as long, as long as Twitter enforces it equally, I get it. That's fine. Break it down to basic parts. That's fine. If we start making exceptions to statements like this, it's people who really do have these egregious thoughts about other individuals will use this as an example and an excuse to do the same thing and to have the argument that, oh, they were talking about an imaginary place. I, I asked myself, does that hold water in a courtroom? Like if you, if you put it in a courtroom, if you put it in a room full of lawyers and judges and they ask them, does, does this argument hold up? You have to, I asked myself that question and it's like this one, I don't think you can really argue around that one. This hit some of the check marks for that user agreement. So, you know, it's unfortunate and it's a hassle and I hope she can get that account back. Um, I hope, she, you know, that she can get a she fix that. And she has a new one yeah. and she's gone with a secure account at this point. So, I mean, I, I, she did follow up in before she had secured the account. I did see the account. Um, I saw one of her early tweets on that new account and it, it was to the effect of, it was a very like, very good one. It was like basically explaining what turfs are and what, how she feels about them and F turfs. And I was like, mm, there you go. Perfect. There you go. You, you nailed it. It's a great F you tweet. And, and it's, it's just, it applies to anything. And it's just a matter of when we're talking about, advocating for others i think it's vitally important that we understand the systems and tools we're working with like social media and not cross that line and i know i know zuby wants to play devil's advocate here with like there's other people who do this thing is like i would there's a lot of bigger names out there who maybe toe up to the line and if you look at the language they're using there's a very good chance that many of them are being mindful of that they've looked at the language and they know how to get right up to the line and then they kind of count on a bunch of followers who are not paying attention to that line to go and do whatever they do so that that's where things get really murky but it's we can all we can always talk about what other people are doing and saying but it is on us to make sure we're tracking what we do for ourselves and not give people other not give people the tools and the ammunition they need to oh, kind yeah. of make excuses for their actions. That's that's my take yeah. on it. I, I'm sure I might have set up a small Twitter fire for myself, so I will do my best to put that out. Well, no, <laughs> well, it, 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 it's one thing to have accountability for yourself, but it's also another thing where you know you do have to apply those rules equally because after she said that tweet you know how many people in my timeline said the same exact thing that she said and nothing happened to them so how come nothing happened to them well you it's know, like uh, it's, it's, there was she was probably targeted for that tweet and was and banned yeah. because of it and that's yeah. it. she had a lot of people must must have been a lot of people watching her account to just flag like hyper flag that thing. So no, the system's not perfect. I'm not going to claim it is. Well, it's yeah. very eloquently stated though, Johnny, and, and it, it was a good breakdown. But Zuby, you have a caveat to this, correct? Yeah, and it's um, and you see it all the time. And I wish I had examples too. Mm -hmm. I didn't even think of it, but you see this all the time where people will send you know their followers to go harass people how come nothing happens to them when there's clearly evidence of it on twitter yet you know michelle says this one thing yeah it was dumb yeah it could be stated for 
advocating violence. Of course, I'm not going to disagree with that, but it's, you know, how come when people don't get banned for targeting others, you know, and they could say, oh, well, I don't control my followers. Yeah, but you're giving attention to it with all your followers. One thing that yeah. I see is uh, like, um, they might just not, not, I don't know. I don't know how many people Twitter employ, uh, you know, you know, are employees of Twitter, but uh, the way I kind of see it, it's like everyone's, you know, in our highways, it's like you go 75, everyone goes, speed limits, everyone, everyone goes 90, and it's going to be one person that gets pulled over. And the person's going to tell the cop, well, everyone else was speeding, but they caught you. So it might not be enough people like trying to moderate the tweets. So it's like one well, a, a lot of it's an automatic system, too. So if they yeah. get reported enough and it's going to be an automatic thing. And then once they either get suspended, then they will get their account put under review. Well, and like, yeah. And like Johnny said, she's probably already under scrutiny because I think she's been in trouble before for, for these type of tweets. Oh, yeah. yeah. But that's the case, go on, go on. But yeah, it was yeah. That's just the way I I saw it. It's like there's multiple people that do this kind of behavior, and one of them's gonna get caught, and it's gonna be a whole lot of outrage. They just might not have enough, you know, people look, looking out and moderating these tweets. That's that's the way I see it. So like, everyone speeds, one person gets caught, and everyone throws a hissy fit. So. My and my only caveat is that it just like if you just saw it written as it was, it was a, a make, it was a hypothetical and a make-believe thing. And it just seemed, I, I see so much worse on Twitter oh, yeah. all the time. Constantly. I see the worst of the worst as far as language goes, this, that, and the other thing. But, you know, I don't care. I expect that to be on social media because that's what social media is. As long as you're not like physically actually threatening someone saying so-and-so I'm going to harm you in so-and-so way. Um, you know, that's, that's the type of thing. Or, you know, even Tasty in the, uh, in the chat pointed out someone making suicidal threats um, where they shouldn't, you know, they, they got, I guess he said they got shut off and, and that's horrible. That should have been the opposite. It should have been like, you know, red flag shooting up or something. Um, but it's just like this in this instance, and it's not, I'm not just like waving the flag for, for one side or the other. I'm just saying, I'm just stating my own personal opinion. And that is, it was a hypothetical and an imaginary thing, and it wasn't threatening any real violence or even a even a group. I, I've never seen like a a turf meeting. You know, it, it's it, it just seemed a little silly for someone to get completely permanently shut off. And and, and I get what you're saying, Johnny. You're saying, you know, keywords, and, and that's what it was. It was these keywords saying, "I'm going to do this," and you know, what what's to say? You know, kicking someone off a cliff isn't the same as, you know, someone actually saying they're going to stab someone for real with a knife on Twitter. I get that. But it just it, it just seemed a little bit silly. Uh, and it seemed like the punishment did not meet whatever imaginary crime that that was. Yeah, stated. I, I agree. It's and, and no, I think I think it probably was overkill. I think it's, it could have been. It would what we would like to have seen is Twitter basically reaching out to Michelle and saying, "Hey, we got a bunch of flags on this tweet, and could you just uh, this is where you're violating this." And that's the yeah, thing. Just I, I'm, surprised, the tweet. I'm surprised Twitter hasn't set up something where the algorithm just deletes the tweet or suspends the tweet. Like rather than shut down a person's entire account, it's like somebody says something stupid, you just shut the tweet down. 
and then once the once if there's a problem you like you go to twitter support be like hey why is my where'd my tweet go what happened and yeah you just as soon as you know i'm i imagine there are not nearly enough people working at twitter to comb through the billions of tweets that go through their system every second and that's what happens they count on this flagging system but this kind of blanket statement of just basically shut down an entire account over a single tweet you know, I understand there's reasons they do this, but there's got to be a, a, I don't know the I far as far as I know the account's still shut down. So there's got to yeah, be a better a system. One. There's got to be a better system in place for for these users to be able to go to Twitter and be like, listen, this is this is bold. Let's just fix this. That I, I don't maybe know. they should take some of the people that work at at the doing the YouTube algorithms and and shut you know demonetizing people or, or saying you can't you know play your video because of <laughs> uh. stupid. Uh, and and put them over to the Twitter side so they actually get some, you know, like YouTube is just so overzealous where um, Twitter just seems a little in balance as far as what they deem offensive and what they don't. Um, but yeah, I mean, it, it was it was stupid. That wasn't the only fire, you know, like you mentioned, the, the Ben Friedman thing. Um, he said something and then he, he kind of, and yes, it, it, it was stupid and it was dumb. But as I said before, I, I just, I pers it's a personal thing. I just don't like when, you know, just be nasty to, to, to women just to be nasty or whatever. And then he's just like, oh, I didn't say anything. And then and then he's like, well, I I thought a thought meant this. And he stated it complete, like perfectly. Like he yeah. read the definite, the urban dictionary definition of the word thought. I'm just like, you moron. You just got, you just could not handle the heat. So that's why you backtrack. Just mm -hmm. if you're going to do that, don't say it. You obviously knew what you were saying. So I didn't just feel own bad up for to that. It. That was the thing that pissed me off with that and just own up to it. The only thing I didn't like out of that whole little drama thing was people were dogpiling on the pros like if someone liked the tweet and all that shit i'm like are you fucking serious now, now you're gonna start stalking the people who liked it you know wh what if they liked it for different reasons than what you're thinking they liked it for and i'm just oh my god that was just that that was probably the thing that i hated the most out of that whole little thing where i'm just like oh now if you like a tweet the people are gonna be they're gonna be scouring your your likes now the blanket ban, right? Yeah. yeah. See, this this is why demolition derby is the answer. You can sit <laughs> and scream at it. Fine, you're not going to get dogpiled by the drivers. It's, yeah, I. It, it's it's funny you mention that because um after what the fuck's his dumbass name um made a video about Professor and Wedge, I I, I DM'd Professor like saying like, hey, sorry man, you're going through this, and he's like, yeah, no, it's fine. I'm just going to go and make a video now. And I told him, hey, we you we need to do some like celebrity, you know, magic boxing or something. Just get it all out, you know. It's like I'll even train you. I'll, let's do a Game of Thrones way where, where they just where they just like uh, throw in like a what is it like a trial by combat because if, if trial if by Brian, combat if Brian doesn't want to do it, I'll do it. I I'm like go. pretty good at jujitsu. I am been in my fair share of fights. I know Hambly. Did, did you used to do jujitsu? Yeah, hell yeah. Awesome. What belt were you? Uh kick your ass belt. No, I I mean I'm, okay. <laughs> my my buddy really trained, but he taught me like at home. Oh okay. <laughs> but I'm oh, really no, no, I'm, ju I'm just interested because you know I'm I, I do martial arts so I'm just I know. like oh shit. Because yeah. I did I did judo for a year. Fuck. I, I wish I did jujitsu because judo is like, oh, I shouldn't talk shit about judo. There may be someone like, what the fuck you say about it? <laughs> <laughs> Judo's pretty hardcore. I, I it is, but too. I feel like jujitsu is better, though. Yeah. Well, I, 
I actually went to gym for for Muay Thai and all that. So yeah, I mean, that's if awesome, you, man. If anyone wants to put someone up uh, in a celebrity or a magic uh, a fighting match, I will trial. I will be your trial by combat person. Dude, we should spar when I go up to Seattle. Hell yes, <laughs> and I'll have you kick my ass only after like, this. And I'll and <laughs> I'll and I'll just be like, oh, John, kick my ass or some shit. <laughs> well, uh, here. We'll put on the here. Gear. Here in Texas, uh, we just use guns. Yeah, there you go. Yeah, oh, that's God. right. You, you could be the <laughs> biggest badass martial artist Bruce Lee you want in Texas. All like, well, here's a revolver. Boom. You're yeah, it'll, it'll be like Indiana Jones, where the guys like flying yeah. swords around, just boom. <laughs> oh man, uh, it's, uh, yeah. King of Jenks said clear belt. That that's it. That's what I. How did you know? <laughs> the clear belt. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Let's say belt that has. Voldemort posted about, let's see, um, Manasaurus, uh, Professor, uh, I think also about Evan Irwin for like all the, with, I guess, I guess relating to like the Pro Tour stuff. Like there was just, man, Voldemort was like going off like this whole entire week. Well, like, was yeah, like, there was, there was a holiday. What, what, <laughs> what did you expect? I mean, I'll, I'll bet you if you go back through, if you go back over the last 12 months of the calendar year and look at any of the major holidays and then put lay, do a layover of when the Twitter fires happen, I wouldn't be surprised if you find a lot of those going off right before the holidays on purpose for a reason. So the people who work at Wizards can not have a peaceful holiday. <laughs> uh, it, was, it was just, yeah. man, it was just crazy. I, I, I like I watch Voldemort stuff, and it, even it, like most of the time, it's like oh oh he's making sense, and then it's like there's that couple of videos where it's like okay, like I said last week, not today, Satan. <laughs> just, yeah, <laughs> well, no, like, and, and and from what Coach is saying, yeah, there are times where he comes across as making sense, and then and then you really have to read between the lines, and then he'll come out with another video, and you're just like oh dear God, what the fuck, you're just. Yeah. Well, because that's not his brand, it, 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 and I'm not even saying that because I'm not a fan of his at all. I'm just saying his brand is a is like a shock jock at this point. He just wants to say yeah. the like most ridiculous morning shit radio ever. DJ. Yeah, exactly. He just Bubble wants a love sponge. His his followers, man, are something else. So he's got to he's got to feed the trolls, uh, so to speak. So uh, you know, half the time I, I I can't even believe that he believes half the shit he's saying. It's just the fact that he has to keep those those. Uh, those minions kind of going, you know, feed, feed them those, those yeah. tasty mutton chops because you listen to him and it's just like, Oh, and there is, it's just like, Oh, he's kind of being a human being. And then it's just like, Oh, he, he says or does something. And you're just like, Oh, okay. There it is. <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, Hey, it's his business model and he's going to keep profiting prop profiting off it. And you're not even drinking. No, yeah. I'm not. Uh, I mean, he's, he runs the, uh, that models running. Cause it's, it's popular people a reaction. Yeah. But he's feeding. He's looking. He's he's invoking these reactions, and that's what he's selling. He's selling a collection yeah, of reactions where people have lost their cool. And he's yeah, selling it's, that to people. Not just magic. It it the, so many so many other people do that too. It's so reactionary, clickbaity, and hey, it works. It gets views. It gets downloads. It gets yeah. subs and all that shit. And uh, I mean, all I can say to that is, see the chum slick for the bait. Uh, that's yeah you know like you gotta ask yourself is this bait a lot of it you look at you look at social media and a lot of it's bait <laughs> oh my god yeah it is like it. It, it really is so on next week on 10 street hooligans is 
is Nicol Bolas actually Donald Trump? Or, <laughs> yes. or, or, or is Mark Rosewater secretly working for the White House? You know, some clickbaity shit. I don't know. We'll start coming up with random shit. Let me just tell you something. I met that <laughs> Donald Trump fella, and you know what? I have the utmost respect because I burned him with my elder dragon fire, and he just tanned more. It was very, very weird. So, Nicobolus, <laughs> oh, were you bigger pre-mending oh, or after-mending? Uh, I don't know what the hell. What happened? <laughs> I told you there was a bee. That, I thought it was a bee that flew in, and it was just a lot bigger. I don't know. Everyone oh, okay? A bumblebolus. <laughs> Killer bees. Killer yeah. bees was such a good card back in the day. Killer oh, bees. God. We're we're gonna invoke um, uh, Vincent uh, Pleasant Kenobi. Talk about bees a lot. You're gonna get him. I'll take that. I, I, that. I would. Who burped? Not me. Uh, <laughs> it was Zuby, that fucking asshole. Your 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 sub and screen's not working, Zub. You might want to fix that. Yeah. yeah. All right. What what's up? What's next? This is ah, this is exhausting. What's I know. It, it really is. It, it brought down the mood. So uh I guess uh Johnny Slivers crystal ball. You got something crystal ready, sir? I don't know. Let's see if let's see if this <laughs> is that a thing... Pac-Man game? This this is by Coleco. Let's see if I can. Uh, okay, um, I'm gonna I'm gonna see if it's gonna tell me anything new. Okay, all right. <laughs> all right. Wow, this is awesome. look at the production value. What? Oh you my better god! Get a high you, score. What white's gonna be the best color in M19? Oh come Why? on, man! Now that I know you're full of shit. Oh oh, <laughs> Professor is secretly moonlighting as a marine biologist. That explains the merfolk. Okay. Uh, and let's see. Oh, oh, wait. Mark Rosewater is a. Oh, I can't talk about that here. And then, uh, no. Uh, mm, mm, mm. Casey okay. Snacky says this is borderline experimental. <laughs> and then, oh, okay. So good. Crystal ball is dead. Oh, so what, good. What? Okay. We we need to get you an actual crystal ball. <laughs> I, I think I, I want, want you to. You need to be like a childhood, like a Barney, but like a real person, I think. What? What? <laughs> How much did you fucking drink? <laughs> that made no sense. Well, like, like, it just seems like you'd be very entertaining to, to small children. Okay, right. I don't even know what that's supposed to mean. <laughs> I am not dressing up in a Go clown ahead, suit. Go ahead, sir. No, no Man. clown suits. Shots We're fired. And that's how John got fired from the show. Bolus <laughs> took the spot. <laughs> Great. Hey, can we can we get Bolus back, Johnny? <laughs> he, was, he was actually making more sense. Some Bolus was more PC. <laughs> yeah. Oh, this is this is this is yeah. Uh, I can say like basically Teshar. This this thing is hilarious. There's that's that's my prediction. This is gonna be your EDH All Star. With mono white infect, you better have a deck list. I I have to get it together. But basically, you get you put four zero drop creatures in there that are artifacts, which you have in uh, Memnite, Ornithopter. What are the other ones? Um, there's another zero drop. Shield of Spheres. I'm blanking on what the next one would be. Someone help me out. Oh, a net, oh, a net of something in Turkey. No, no, Frexian Walker from Visions. So you've got three Jesus. zero drop creatures, and then. Mono White has at least five or six creatures that are three CMC or less that bounce something back to your hand. 
and you get something like a blasting station or um, an astronaut's altar in play, and you just start cycling that through with some sisters in play, you ramp your your life total up. Uh, there are ways to build a lot of flying creatures in there. And basically you can machine gun down the entire field. And then because you're bringing these three CMC back to the battlefield over and over and over again, you just throw infect creatures in there just to make the board state hate you even more. Uh, so there's, this guy's got some potential. I, I haven't had a chance to actually miserable. try it out. Oh, it's hilarious. It's, it's like you can make one of these most consistent combo decks out of this card. It's ridiculous. Okay. I think that's, good. That, there's my prediction. That's going to be a hot take. Hot take. Hot, hot scoop. Hot take. Hot By the Royals now. You heard it here first on 10 Street Hooligans. Yep, By the Royals yep. from Magic with Zuby. I've got them all. I'm going to drive my financing reputation into the ground before the year is over. <laughs> Wait, you had one? <laughs> <laughs> all right. All right. So that's, that's kind of the, the topics of... The show. Let's go around the table. Let's just kind of talk about what everyone like upcoming projects for everyone and uh, kind of where everyone can find you. But uh, coach, thanks for joining us. What what do you got on the docket coming up on the card bazaar? Uh, well, I've been actually besides like the animation stuff that you know I dropped. Uh, probably a few other things. I'm working on a some larger video, so I'm working on a a top or a 100 facts video. I might do multiple parts of that. Um, I'm like three quarters of the way done with the script. Um, another one, I'm trying to do another top top cards, another longer video, some like more borderline experimental stuff as everyone keeps mentioning. Uh, <laughs> but Shout out. You do watch Red, Red Letter Media. I almost said Red Shoe Diaries. But as soon as... Uh, tasty. As soon as, as soon as Kenobi gets his, I could work on the guild pack and uh, pretty much with Tasty, he's doing the um, the unhinged. So whenever he gets it out, I'll just start working on that. But yeah, I've been I've been kind of busy as far as like trying to do some research. So so we're gonna s try to pull off this fax video or maybe the top cards ever because you know evergreen history. You know I don't want my content to die. Like I told y'all last time, I don't want my content to die. Obviously. So but yeah, that's what I've been working on. What about you guys? You Johnny Slivers. Uh, I'm, I don't know what I'm making. I'm brewing. <laughs> I don't know what this, this has not been my week for making anything other than this janky little mono white commander deck and, uh, getting the perfor perforos deck. Ah, uh, that's when you're, when you've got a, when you've got a meta at your local game store, that's just all these things that are moving slow perforos. Oh man. That's some good stuff. You just, I'm going to kill the whole field. Oh, okay. So that there's a little game story from the last time I played EDH. We had Perforos on the field and then the Sulfur Vortex is in play and just milling everybody down. And then I forget what the name of the card is. It's basically he copied, he was playing the wizard deck and he copied the wizard that third, like cuts your life down by a third or something like that. Seven times or something. Everyone got okay. down to one life. And then the vortex just chewed up everyone until it got back to him, and he won. So it, the game went fast. That was good. I loved that. <laughs> and it loved you, mm. Zuby. What do you got going on? Um, I've got a podcast called Magic with Zuby, and um, that's about it. I, I'm actually <laughs> doing it. <laughs> I mean, it's this thing I do. Mm. Yeah, it's this thing I do. I mean, I'm actually doing an episode next week on um, content creation and how to start creating content so i'm actually I've, I've got this whole little list down and i'm 
working on that and it's going to come out next Friday. Very cool. Very cool, sir. Um, next week I'm taking, it's the start of the summer road trip uh, for the hive mind. We're taking the show on the road. Obviously you see that this set is not the normal set. Um, so while I'm setting everything up, uh, how many times can I say set in one sentence? Um, set. I am take, set, set, um, taking the show on the road. And next week on uh, the 11th, uh, that's going to be Wednesday, um, we're going to be doing it live from Mox Bellevue with Mr. Sam Tang from Kitchen Table Magic Podcast. Can't wait for that one. That's awesome. Um, that is that is stop one on the summer road trip, and I will. It's, it's a three kind of stop uh, mini series that I'm doing for the summer uh, up here, and I will kind of spoil who is next, who is who is stop two Ooh. during that show. So, yep, oh, um, you're not going to tell us. I mean, I'll tell you. <laughs> <laughs> I'll tell Bolus. Uh, Bolus can't keep his mouth shut. Apparently, I, I, I'm the second stop. He's driving to Florida. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So it's very, cool. very you're doing you're doing like live on location kind of stuff. Nice. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Um, having a few drinks. Uh, broadcasting from the mocks which is you know it, it, it's basically card king oh it is it's card kingdom and Mox boarding house is it's a beautiful location the, one of the biggest if not the biggest uh magic the gathering and other gaming style I'm so stores. jealous oh it's it's kind of sweet um i do have to work that morning at like four in the morning and throw a giant uh freight load um because my my uh liquor clerk that does that usually is on vacation so thanks Thanks, buddy. Uh, thanks for that. Uh, but after I do that, I'm going to drive out to Bellevue and do that, and that's going to be a lot of fun. Also, next week, um, because uh, I think real actors, the the Jim Carrey thing I did, not magic related, but a lot of the people in the chat were there for that. Um, that was a lot of fun. I didn't expect that to to be received so well. So I'm going to be doing that again with Ewan McGregor. We're, I'm going to be talking everything uh, and all the films about uh, Ewan McGregor. Um, that will be uh, for a second. Two. You were actually going to have him on the show. I'm like, oh shit! I <laughs> got excited for McGregor. a slight second there. I'm like, oh my god, no way! <laughs> and that happens every time I see that. I see that like thumbnail. It's like it's going to be this thing with this thing. It's like, no, Rush right. It's not. It's not actually the actor. <laughs> Your old bastard did it. Yeah, he's going to be at the mocks with Sam Tang and I uh, Dude, talking magic. No, Obi Wan Kenobi himself. Uh, no, uh, he's he's not. I'm just Christopher gonna be Robin. Oh, did it? Did you guys see my tweet though? I, I I met Kenny. No, I didn't meet him. I was in the same physical vicinity as Kenny Maine, um, who was a ESPN sportscaster. He was in the Woodenville Cafe uh, today this morning. We, we ate there for the first time. We drove to Woodenville. Uh, to have breakfast, and there's freaking Kenny Maine, uh, the ESPN reporter. Coach, you probably know him. You like sports and stuff. Yeah. <laughs> I'm so excited. Yeah. <laughs> Honestly, I, don't, I have no idea who you're talking about. I need names and faces and stuff. Okay. Yeah, I'm really bad with names. I need faces. Yeah, I, I I don't normally geek out about that kind of stuff because I had to deal with horrible celebrities in my last job in Vegas. But uh, just walking in when you're not expecting it, um, he's having breakfast with his daughter. So I was like walking up and then I'm like, oh, walking back. I'm like, this guy probably doesn't want to get bothered by some weird, fat, you know, bearded guy in a hat. So I, do. I, I stepped. Well, I mean, that's true. Um, so I didn't I didn't bother him. But yeah, that's all the stuff coming up on on this channel so yeah where, where can everyone find you coach all the socials everyone can find me on the card bazaar oh 
Oh, someone's finding you right now. Oh yeah, I know it's uh, it's the fiance. I gotta. Oh, hold on. Let me. Uh... You can't hold on. This is a live this show. Is very professional. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, anyway, you can find me on. Can you can you answer that call and put it on speaker? Yeah, because my fiance wants to hear every single one. I, well, she might not mind. Yeah, put her on. That, that's well, the I, real well, I got it. Anyway, so <laughs> everyone can find me on uh, the Car Bazaar. Uh, I just posted the Nickel Bolas animated press conference. So y'all go ahead and watch that. Share the hell out of it. And y'all can find me on Twitter at Coach at the Car Bazaar. Uh, Coach at the Car Bazaar CC. Very nice. Uh, Johnny Slivers, where can everyone find you? I'm on Twitter. You can find me at Johnny Slivers on Twitter. It's at Johnny Slivers. It's real simple. <laughs> there it is. The only person on this show that I don't know their actual last name. Very enigmatic. Mr. Zuby, where can everyone find you? Uh, I can be found on Twitter at MagicWithZuby, on Facebook.com slash MagicWithZuby. You can email me with any questions at MTGZuby at gmail.com. The podcast is available, MagicWithZuby, on iTunes, Google Play, Stitcher, and TuneIn Radio. And you can find it if you Google or search in YouTube for MagicWithZuby or YouTube.com slash Zubatron, Z-U-B-A-T-R-O-N. God, you see the difference? I've said it so many times. That was so good. Well, you can uh, find me on uh, this very <laughs> channel uh, at uh, Orzab Done on the Twitter. You can also find me on that card bizarre thing that I got tricked into doing by that gentleman. His blue eyes are so piercing. How could you say no? And they make me question things about a lot of things. Uh, but you can also find a John Dunning if you bulb want is to so big. on uh, Facebook and Instagram. Uh, you could also find me beating the rest of my opponents starting this election series. Is that what so, you call it? Your opponents? Oh man. Why does it's like I, I'm getting blackouts over here. I don't know. I, I can't do <laughs> a, a video from the outside any, anymore, but anyways, yeah. that's all the time we have. Thank you again, cards here for uh, making this show possible. Again, if you like the swag, go to txcp.store, enter promo code HiveMind, and get your 15% off. So for John Dunning and the rest of the 10 Street Hooligans, oi oi, we'll see you next time.